Hi everyone, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. My name is Andrew. Today we're on 2 Corinthians chapter 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and 9 speak about money and are often used by some Christians for fundraising campaigns. But we want to see today that there is so much more going on in this chapter. Paul's intention in writing these two chapters is quite different than fundraising. Paul is not speaking regarding fundraising. He is burdened to show the believers that we need to be fully reconciled back to God, brought back to Him in full. Then Paul is bringing the believers into the ministry to the needy saints. This ministry, we will see from this chapter, is the outcome of enjoying Christ as the fourfold grace in us. Let's start with verse 1 and 2. Furthermore, we make known to you, brothers, the grace of God, which has been given in the churches of Macedonia, that in much proving of affliction the abundance of their joy and the depth of their poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. This chapter follows in the coattail of Paul's word, talking about the ministry of reconciliation. Paul wanted the Corinthians to participate in the ministry to supply the need of the needy saints. In that particular situation, there was a need in the region of Judea, where a number of saints there are in great need of financial support. We see in verses 1 and 2 that Paul recounted to the Corinthian believers the experience he had with the churches in Macedonia. The churches in Macedonia had been started by Paul on his second journey. Paul mentioned in verse 2 that the churches there were on the one hand in the depth of poverty, but on the other hand were experiencing abundant joy. The Macedonians were poor, but they give in liberality or in generosity. How can this be possible? Can we be in the depth of poverty by also abounding in joy and liberality? They were generous in their giving. Liberality is generosity in giving. In order to be generous, we need to be simple. The saints in Macedonia through Paul heard that there is a need for the saints in Judea and proceeded to give generously in the midst of their lack. I appreciate it very much that in the matter of material giving, Paul is showing the Corinthians and all of us that it is absolutely a matter of grace. When I heard of a situation where there's a financial need, many times my reaction is to analyze my own needs and situation first. If the need is $400, I would ask myself, can I give $100? After some consideration, maybe I would be willing to give $80. But after thinking of all the things that I need, I end up usually giving less than that. This is in contrast with the Macedonian believers. The Macedonians were not in abundance of material riches, but they give generously. This is grace. This is Christ as the life-giving Spirit operating within them as grace. Such a grace was moving within them that they were able to overcome material possession and use it for the fulfillment of God's purpose. What a pattern that we see here in this chapter. This indicates the believer's offering of material possession to the Lord for any purpose should be an absolutely matter of grace, not of any human maneuvering or convincing someone for a cause. This is a real contrast to the common concepts that we have in the matter of fundraising. Our participation in the ministry of giving to the needy saints is the issue of God's grace, which is the grace motivating us from within. In this chapter, we will see at least four different aspects of grace. The first one is the grace of God. This grace was given to the Macedonian believers. This is the grace that enabled them to give in generosity and simplicity. We see in verse 1, the grace of God which has been given in the churches of Macedonia. Second, it is the grace of the apostles which allows the believers to participate in the ministry of the needy saints. You see this in verse 4. 
with much entreaty, beseeching of us the grace and the fellowship of the ministry to the saints. Third, it is the grace of the believers, which was their willingness to give material things to the needy ones. We see this in verse 7. Just as you abound in everything, in faith, in word, in knowledge, and in all earnestness, and in the love which is in you from us, see that you may abound in this grace also. Fourth, we see the grace of Christ, mentioned in verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, for your sakes he became poor, in order that you, because of his poverty, might become rich. If we give by such a grace, what we give will become grace to others. We give material things to help them, but these material things are accompanied by a spiritual grace. When we supply the needy saints with material things in the proper way, in spirit, and with life, life and spirit go with this supply. As a result, the needy ones are supplied not only with material things, but also with the riches of life. Paul wanted us to receive grace from God, from the apostles, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Receiving this grace, we can then supply others with the material gift in grace. Whatever we do in giving to others will not simply be in a ministry of material things to take care of the needs of the saints, but will also be a supply of life to them. In this way, we communicate spiritual riches to those needy saints. This kind of giving is needed among us today. What God is doing is motivating from within us by becoming grace to us. He is simplifying us and granting us with inward joy, even abounding joy in the face of poverty, so that we do not argue with them or bargain with them about what we should do with our material possession. This is where the matter of simplicity comes in. If we're not enjoying grace, not only we're not simple, but we also reason and bargain with the Lord. In this case, we need to be reconciled fully back to God and take Him as our generosity and simplicity. It is something that comes out of life and living and loving the Lord Jesus. In this way, we have a love for one another. We have the desire to pour ourselves for God's purpose on the earth and to the good of the other believers. This grace works out joy and enjoyment of Christ into us. The issue of enjoying grace is that we're free from self-interest and we enter into the living in the body of Christ. That's it for today. Keep enjoying the Bible.